Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today's Song of the Soul guest, Sania Mack, is great songwriting and performing on her own, but she is also part of a quadruple threat with the Porch Party Mamas. Her songs and music are evocative, warm, and touching, guiding the listener through complex emotional and actual landscapes, always in the company of beauty and passion. She has opened for folks like Willie Nelson, the Indigo Girls, the Guess Who, Kate and Anna McGarrigal, Farron, and many, many more, setting a high bar for the musicians who followed her on stage. She's recently been seen performing with the Porch Party Mamas, a Boston-area group of four women with deep talents and a great combined voice. Sania Mack joins us today via Zoom from the Boston, Massachusetts area. Sania, I'm really excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you so much for having me. How are things over in the orbit of Boston, Massachusetts? Well, let's see. I think that, I don't know, I I haven't been out because we're not supposed to go out. So I think the streets are empty and the probably everything is, the restaurants and bookstores are struggling. And today is Takeout Tuesday, so we're all thinking of taking out food from local restaurant giving support. Is that not supposed to be Taco Tuesday specifically? Not anymore right now. (laughs) Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your background with music. I think you started off pretty young, uh, 12 years old or something. You were uh, already virtuoso. No, I wasn't a virtuoso. I, uh, 12, some girls in my math class said, they were going to get together and play guitar and I didn't know how to play guitar and I really wanted to be asked to join that group but I had a guitar so I said well I have a guitar and I can play which was a lie and they said well we'll have to get together we'll all have to get together and they finally about six months later got together and in that point between the time I lied and the six months I made myself learn how to play that guitar and we got together and I found out they didn't really know how to play guitar. And so maybe that was why there was such a lag between um, when we had that conversation and when we actually got together to play guitar. But no, I was no virtuoso at 12. So did you become a performing group? Did you have your debut performance somewhere? And did you have a name for the group of you? No, we never got together and played again. They really couldn't play. So I formed a a little singing group in ninth grade with two other girls, Terry Menard and Diane Manetta. And we sang two songs or one song, if I can even remember, might have been just one song, at the um, talent show for the school. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. And so because I know you as having performed now for a number of years as part of the Porch Party Mamas. And 
everything you've talked about so far from age of 12 and when you're in ninth grade, it's all with females. And is that the case that you always perform with females? Have you done with males along the way as well? I performed with a boyfriend of mine in, high, in college. He played flute and clarinet. And I also performed in a group called Senius Barebones in the 90s, and it was all men. And um, the Porch Party Mamas is an all-girls band or an all-female band by accident. We didn't intend it. We just got together. Did you choose the name first, and then maybe that determined who could join? <laughs> no, we didn't choose the name first. We had a gig. Uh, Kelly, the bass player, kind of was a catalyst in a way. Uh, two of the women had just had children. They had two-year-olds, and they, they were performing with me earlier, and then they had children. And they took two years off, and I couldn't really get them to play out. But after about two years, Kelly said, what? I'd like to call those women that you performed with. I have a gig in Lynn. And if I do and they want to do it, do you want to join us? So the four of us all went and we played this gig and we played each other's songs. You know, we kind of learned each other's songs for like, like one or two rehearsals. And then we went and we played this gig. And the proprietor of the bar liked us very much. And he said, Kelly, what's your group's name? I'd like to have them back. And so she emailed me very fast and said, uh-oh. The guy wants us back, and we don't have a band name, so what do you think? And Kelly and I went back and forth, and we thought Porch Party Mamas because I used to have, at that time, a, a lot of porch parties, and we all play music out on the porch with wax paper and combs, and it was a really goofy, fun night. It wasn't a serious night, and those girls were often there, and we called, so we decided to call it Porch Party Mamas. Well, it sounds actually kind of sweet, the way that this goes historically for you and this. I understand that at University of Connecticut, you got your degree in classical guitar. And I don't think of what I've heard of you play with Porch Party Mamas or your individual recordings. I don't think that strikes me as what I think of as classical guitar. How far distance is from it is it does that is to say, does uh, what the public wants to hear, what you want to write, does that connect or disconnect from your classical guitar background? Well, I think the correct answer to that would be, do I disconnect from my classical guitar background? I was thrilled to be admitted into college for classical guitar. I had studied it for about a year or two before. This was uh, after the famous in my mind, famous time that I lied about playing my guitar and had to learn real fast. I ended up taking lessons. The woman I took from was classically trained. And when I wanted to go to music school, she very quickly got me up to speed with classical guitar. And she even took me and my parents to see uh, Segovia so that they would know what I was studying. And I was thrilled to go to school for classical music, but I didn't really have a love for it. And when I got out, all I wanted to do was be a songwriter. So I moved to Boston and I didn't ever play classical guitar again, but I sure had really good chops to play whatever I wanted to. You know, my fingers work pretty well. And what about the poetry end of your life? A lot of your songs strike me as richly poetic and I was wondering if that predated songwriting or if it's 
something that you developed to go with the music that you already had? You know, I, I don't know why, but when I was about seventh grade, I really wanted to be a writer and a poet. This was way before I picked up a guitar. And I would write things in a journal that were just absolutely just horrible. And I knew it, but I kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And when I got into college, I kept journals and I started to read a lot of poetry by Anne Sexton and Adrian Rich. And, um, you know, I never understood it, really. I never really felt like I understood it, but I really loved the words and I loved how they were putting it together. When I was in college, I had two professors that were very influential on me in English. One was Joan Joppe Hall and the other was Marilyn Vonek. Marilyn Vonek has got a different name now and she writes um, children's books. And I don't know about Joan Joffe Hall, but they both were poets and I read their books because they were my professors and I just thought they were wonderful. And for the next 10 years, I did read poetry and I really loved the way the words formed ideas instead of sentences. I think it's about time that we get some samples of the kind of poetic music that you write. So what can we hear first from Sania Mack? Well, let's listen to Jet White then. Say a little bit about Jet White. Okay. I was sitting outside looking at the white smoke or whatever it is that the um, airplanes leave and dissipate. And I was thinking how it made a solid line and then it disappears. And Jet White is about making choices in your life, some that can be heartbreaking, yet you make these choices anyway, and um, they aren't a solid line. Let's listen to Jet White. It's from Porch Party Mama's recording, The Life I Own, and it's written and shared here today by Senia Mack. How we love and then pretend 
is Jet White. We have Senia Mack here today for Song of the Soul. She's part of a group that performs in the Boston area called Porch Party Mamas. And that song is one that she wrote. And I assume that's your guitar strumming on the lead in there. Does anybody else pick up a guitar and play with you? Because everybody has their other instruments, but are there any other guitars that you, you you can have dueling guitars with? Um, not in that song, but in general, every single person in that band plays guitar. So on some recordings and some songs, we do have two guitars. In Jet White, you ask the question repeatedly, what breaks your heart? That's a, a very vulnerable question to find out. Uh, spiritually, I've heard it said that if you really want to know what you're called to do in the world, it, it, it's what breaks your heart at 3 a.m. that is that thing. What were you thinking about in that case, what breaks your heart? And and if if you don't mind sharing, what breaks Sania Max's heart? I think in that song, what breaks my heart is, well, the choices that we have to make in life. And when I'm singing what breaks your heart, I'm very much asking a question, what breaks your heart? I wanted the person that I am addressing And that is not a certain person. It's just the general person to really ask themselves what breaks their heart. And that's why I repeated it three times. And also I repeated it three times because sometimes that is a very special way of making a chorus. I think the verse where it says, call me back before this ends, how we love and then pretend nothing can amend what's blown apart. That's a particularly heartbreaking scene that I've seen play out over and over between 
people who love each other is how they love and then pretend that nothing can amend what has gone wrong. People just do that. They just love really hard. And then when it comes to the end of that relationship, instead of remembering why they loved that person to begin with, they just think that nothing can ever fix this terrible rift. Is that your experience? No, I don't feel it is. I feel it's what I've observed and what I was observing at the time in others. I would imagine I have experienced this to some degree, but at the time in my mind, I was observing it. Now, again, that song was performed with the Porch Party Mamas, but you've been writing songs for a number of years. Are there songs that date way back in your life? that you bring forward into the Porch Party Mamas? Is that the way it works? There have been, but none that I gave you an example of. Early on, uh, there's a song called Claybirds that we did as a group, um, and I had written 10 years before we had gotten into being Porch Party Mamas. That was on the EP that you released with the Porch Party Mamas, right? In 2010 or something, maybe? Yes, and it's also on my solo CD from 2003. The group of you, the Porch Party Mamas, you perform generally around the Boston area. Is that as far as you go afield, or do you always stay pretty much to home? Stay pretty much to home. We do go to New England. We do go through New England. We do. We have performed down as, as far as Roanoke, Virginia. We do stay mostly at home because when we first started, the two children that I was talking about were only two years old, so we stayed close by. I saw noted on your website that you've opened for all kinds of people. Willie Nelson, Indigo Girls, Warren Zevon, uh, the Guess Who, Kate and Anna McGarrigal, Farron. I, I mean, a whole lot of people. How do you get that gig? I mean, that's is, is that in the area of Boston that Sania Mack and the Porch Party Mamas are such a, a big draw, or is it just that you just step in the right place at the right time? How do you manage that? That's a lot of six inches from the top. I did all those opening acts as a solo artist. I think it's easier for promoters to pull in a solo act and make it an opening act than it is to pull in a big group. I got most of those gigs through one or two people who were promoting the bigger acts in the area and they knew I was a solid performer and and they could put me in and do that job. I had some uh, songs that were quite exciting. And so it was, uh, you know, when you're given a half hour to 20 minutes to 40 minutes set, you know, you had to have some dynamite to put in there. and, And that worked well for me. Well, I'd love to have you share another song. What would you like to share next? I'd love you to hear the Porch Party Mamas. I wrote the song Mascot and Moses with a really good friend of mine, Liz Cook, and I never ended up singing it with the mamas. Um, I just felt like Felicia, who is the singer, had the best voice for it and was just happy to turn it over. But I would love you to hear that piece from the Porch Party Mamas. We'll go right into it. Moscow to Moses is from the latest release by the Porch Party Mamas called The Life I Own. And here it is, Moscow to Moses. Come in, Dad. 
guest today for Song of the Soul is Sania Mack. That was her song, Moscow to Moses. I understand, Sania, that it was co-written with Liz Cook. Tell me about Liz. I, I don't know anything about her. Well, Liz is my friend that in my Italian classes, we always call her Mia Mica Pugiovani. She is my younger friend, younger than me. I taught her when she was 15 years old to about 21. She took guitar lessons with me and She's now 30, 31, and she wrote a couple of songs with me when I got stuck and couldn't go any further. I would give her the song, or that was in this situation, I gave her the song with the images, and she came up with all the verses. And she was very true to the images I gave her that I couldn't put together. And she was able to do it and put it together and in such a way that I'm so happy that I asked her to do it. There's another song she and I wrote that's on um, the Lost Across America CD, and it's called Kicking Stones. And uh, we wrote that in a different way. But this song, Moscow to Moses, Liz and I also did a road trip together. And so it, it was just fun to have her work on this song with me. Have you spent some time? I mean, I didn't know that Bullet... I didn't even know that that was kind of Kentucky bourbon. Part of the reason is because I don't drink, never have. So I, I haven't sampled a lot of things to learn it. Maybe you've had some of it and so you actually know, or maybe it's that Liz knows what that stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that's a rye whiskey, right? Or um, um, it's a whiskey anyway. Anyway, I'm not even sure if it's a rye. And down south in Austin, Texas, they had Bullet on tap. And two friends of mine went down to um, Austin, Texas, and they wrote back. They have they even have Bullet on tap here. And I thought, oh, that's a great line. So I used it in the song. I know you did your degree in classical guitar at the University of Connecticut. I know you live in Boston area, but I've seen a picture of you with, with cowboy boots that would make me think you live down south. So your accent does not sound southern to me, but have you lived in the southern areas? No, but I got the cowboy boots from... Um a long time ago, my brother lived in Arkansas. He's 12 years older than me. So when I was still in high school, he moved down to Arkansas with his wife. And he worked for a company that was a brick company, but for some reason had a connection also with Justin Boots. And my mom bought me two pair of Justin Boots. One was black and one was red. And the black pair, I ended up giving to Liz Cook. And the red pair, I kept, they were too flashy to wear um, <laughs> for a long, long time. And then I, when I was about 34 years old, they were still in a box under every bed. I, I traveled with them, took them everywhere. They were still in a box and lo and behold, they fit. And so I had this brand new pair of cowboy boots, even, you know, my mom had passed away by then. Um, I have traveled to every state. My husband and I have done all 50 states plus. So spending time out west or out south is something that I've done. And have you country line danced in those boots? Yes, actually, I have country line danced. As a matter of fact, I Cajun danced down in Louisiana in those boots. Okay, you're after my heart. There you are. And let's keep chasing everybody's hearts by sharing another of your songs. Let's go to Broken Line because Broken Line is the love song that I wrote for my husband about our road trips. And as you've already made clear, there's been a lot of them. So there, there's a lot of power packed into the song by Sania Mack called Broken Line. I forgot what I just said. I lost the thought that I had. It must have slipped between the seat and the drumbeat. And I can see without my eyes Pretend I'm running while you drive We laugh about what I forgot And I love it when you read my mind And I've got nothing to do But to lay here too On the wide While those times we failed to connect ourselves, fit on dark road, broken line. Brilliant yellow, baby blue, the sky and land divide into a Mondrian without end. Red glare window through the night From that hotel neon light This town was a poker game It saw us coming 
what was its name And I got nothing to do But to lay here too On the wide open night sky And all those times we I've dreamt you of a million stars Just to see from where we are As if we had to look that far And I've got nothing to do But to lay We have Sania Mack here today for Song of the Soul. That's her song, Broken Line. It's from her second individual recording called Lost Across America. You may have been wondering how to spell or write Sania. My understanding is it's a Ukrainian name spelled K-S-E-N-I-A. Sania Mack, M-A-C-K. You could find her website, saniamac.com, 
or you can find connection with her through the porchpartymamas.com website is also. And both of those, of course, are on nordenspiritradio.org, where you can find all of my guests for Song of the Soul since 2005. Many, many hundreds of them. I suppose it's getting near a thousand. I haven't counted recently, but we've got a rich assortment of guests, and you can follow links to them, hear their music. You can listen to my Spirit in Action program. And when you do visit, we would love it if you'd post a comment and rate our programs. Also on our site, there's a donate button. That's how this full-time work is supported. Please do that when you come. And even more important, I would ask that you support your local community radio stations, local media, the local community radio stations, the many forms that people have for finding a local voice is so important. When learning about Sania Mack, I was looking around and I found commentary about her via WUMB, which is one of the 40-plus stations that carry my programs across the United States. So please support the community radio stations and lift up the local voice. Again, we've got Sania Mack here today for Song of the Soul, and she's performed individually for many years, and she's got at least 10 years in with the Porch Party Mamas. And again, with the last song that we just heard was called Broken Line, which is from her individual CD, Lost Across America. Do you continue to do those kind of road trips with your husband since you've already hit all 50 states and more? Do you still do those travelings? Yeah, we just got back from one in Arizona. We don't do so many long, long drives now, but we started in San Diego and we drove to Arizona. And then we were going to stay in Arizona for a while. My husband is very interested in the border and does a lot of border photography, interested in the humanitarian crisis there. And so I was actually able to oil paint while he was doing his photography. Anyway, we did go do a a road trip, and we stopped at every quirky little thing that we can find. And it takes us forever to get where we're going, but we really enjoy the travel. We really enjoy the process. That's kind of what we have traveled for instead of the end destination. I was wondering if you were a visual artist as well as musical artist, because we already talked about the poetry But I had the sense of the way that you related to colors and images as being something that a visual artist, you just mentioned painting, for instance, how much of a hobby or avocation or leading is that for you? Painting and doing art has become very central in my life. I have two easels set up downstairs right now. I love drawing. Usually when my husband and I sit down to make dinner or he makes dinner most of the time, I'll I'll draw. He's very much involved with art as well. And it has become, I started really painting when I was 33, 34. And it has really become a central focus in my life. I'm completely untrained. And so I really enjoy it. Because if something comes out good, I don't know why. And if it doesn't come out good, I don't care. And so it's very freeing for me. I, one of the girls asked me to do the artwork for the last CD that we had, and um, that's Life I Own, and I did the artwork for that. Well, speaking of the work that you've done, the recordings you put out, let's share another song from Sania Mac. How about Ink and Pen by the Porch Party Mamas? I wrote that with Katrine Peterson, 
she sent me the music and I took it out walking and I wrote the lyrics while I was walking. I didn't do it all in one shot. I had to walk quite far writing this song before it all fell into place. It has to do also with creating. So let's do Incapel. And that percussion you're hearing coming in is Katrin Peterson as well, leading off the song Ink and Pen.
I'm really pleased to have Ksenia Mack here today. I sometimes want to pronounce the K that's at the beginning of that name, although most people it will be silent. Ksenia Mack is part of the Porch Party Mamas, and you just heard that from her recording, The Life I Own. Ink and Pen was co-written with Katrine Peterson, who, as I said, provided the percussion at the beginning of that song. It's not her only instrument by any means. The vocals, though, particularly on the chorus, struck me as beautiful. The way that your voices joined, led, followed, echoed, and merged together. Are the vocals for the Porch Party Mamas particularly important to you? Some groups like to emphasize instrumentals and extended instrumentals. And for some people, the voice of song together is where the most touching moments arrive. How does that feel for you in the Porch Party Mamas? The vocals are very important. They're important to us as a group. All five of us sing. Everybody writes their own songs. Sometimes we collaborate. Everyone sings their own songs, but we're very much 100% part of each other's band. When someone else is singing their lead song, we're 100% involved in that creative activity, even though we might not have particularly wrote that song together. We don't necessarily write songs together. So the vocals are really important to, to us as a group. And getting them to blend and to be tight is very important and something we strive for. And the arrangements of the songs is very much something we do together and as a group. I noticed that our time is getting tight and I do want to get some more music in. What shall we share next? I would like to do Goes Like This. You talked about colors before. I use colors in this song and also it's a love song. And it's a very hopeful love song. And I think that's a thing we could use these days. (laughs) So is this song about love particularly or infatuation? One of the things that I'll note before people even hear the song is that it seems to me like there's some apprehension that's coming with this approaching, this love, this excitement. And I've been married to my wife for 25 years. And so we're far past the initial infatuation, though I'm still very much, very much in love with her. I'm amazed at the amount of passion that continues over the years. But it's been a long time since I had to worry about, is this going to turn into a kiss or not? (laughs) So uh, do you have apprehension going into thinking about this? That's what seems to be written in the song. I think so, yes, because there's the the part of it that's saying, wait a minute, whoa, this is something to look out for, be careful of. And then there's the part of it that says, no, 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 bring it on. This is this is what it's all about. The song is goes like this. Light blue, light blue. Of devil's eye I like your smile I want your smile back at me I know your dream I know your kiss Is something I won't resist To hold your hand Hold your hands and turn and close 
song is by Sania Mack, who's our guest today for Song of the Soul. That is a song that she's recorded individually, but in this particular recording, it's from the Porch Party Mama's self-titled 2015 release. The song is Goes Like This. And because I'm an international folk dancer, I particularly love the accordion that starts off there. And so I'm, I'm thankful to Felicia, who is a coordinator for the Porch Party Mamas, who shared in this song. Again, we talked about it before. It's a wonderful dance of the attraction and fear of love that I think ends up feeling just right. That's a really nice way of saying it, Mark. That really explains it very well. But you did it so much better already in the song, Sania. Again, we have Sania Mack here today for Song of the Soul. And I haven't taken the chance to ask you on air yet about your religious and spiritual influences. I try and do that for all of my guests, not to put people into a box, but I, I love seeing how the life of influences of the things that we call spirituality or religion seeps out through the way a person lives and speaks. So I'm wondering if there's anything about that you would be willing to share, Sania. Um, I've been a Scientologist for a few years, quite a few years, and it's really the celebration of the spirit. It's really finding out who you are as a spiritual being 
also the study of the religion itself um, really enhances the artist. It really reveres the artist and the creation of everything that we do is part of what helps us create life. Um, And I don't mean create life like babies. I mean, your life, the way you want to live it is a creation. That's what my religion has given to me. Did you get exposed to Scientology at a young age? No, not at all. Uh, After my mom died, I was really struck by that loss. And I ran into it through uh, a, a person who basically helped me with that and brought me in to do a practice with Scientology. And it it worked like like magic. It was wonderful. Well, I'm grateful for that gift of spirit in your life. And I'm wondering if you can give us one more song to finish off your Song of the Soul. Sure. I'll leave you with one that uh, is just me on guitar. And it's called Something Nowhere. And it's a portrait of a very dear friend who had to leave everyone and and everything to make it big and get out of the poverty that she had started with. And these, the song is from her viewpoint. It's called something nowhere. And it does have the words in it. Um, I hate God, which is not my feeling at all, but it was hers in the way that she didn't want to claim fate to do anything for her or God. She had to do it on her own. With this song, we'll be concluding our visit with Sania Mack. Again, Sania is spelled K-S-E-N-I-A. Mack is M-A-C-K. Her website, saniamack.com. You can find about guitar lessons and her work as a singer-songwriter. And she is one-fifth of the Porch Party Mamas, their website, porchpartymamas.com. I've been so grateful to have you here, Sania, today for Song of the Soul. I know that during this period of the coronavirus, so many people are at home. I'm just grateful that you can do your guitar teaching and share your voice through things like Zoom that we're using today and getting it out there to the world Uh, because I do think you have a gift, and it's been so great that you brought it here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. Thank you very much for having me. My appreciation to Andrew Jansen for production assistance on this program. We go out for Song of the Soul with Something Nowhere, solo performance here by Sania Mack, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul, Something Nowhere. Came from nowhere, married someone, lived through thirty and a medium town, worked my ass off, cried till I choked, paid off my charges, I tried and woke. you can't give me
Cause I know deeply this is where I am And I am gone go Leave the dust in your mouth Your chances are up Choices are to have or have not They say it's who you know You don't know me I sure as hell don't know you So go and tell your friends How this used to be if it Something to you It was nothing to me Something to you Was nothing to me Something for you Nothing for me The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.